Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Hello and welcome to the Blessed Journey for another week. Over the last couple of months, we've been exploring the different elemental beings. We've explored the keepers of the fire element, the dragons. We've looked at the merfolk, the mermaids and the mermen of the watery realm. And we've looked at the gnomes, the keepers of the wisdom of the earth. So that leaves us with just one element to go, and that is the element of air. So this week, we're going to be exploring the realms of the fae, the fairies. And another term also used for the elemental beings of the earth is the sylphs as well. So these are, you know, they're more than just what we see in Disney movies like Peter Pan and Tinkerbell and all that type of thing. They are the personification of the elemental energy of air. And when we look at air, we're looking at anything in a gas form. Now, of course, fairies may not appear to us in any you know we may not all be able to see visual fairies but there's one activity that i'd love you to do especially if it is daylight right now where you are listening to this podcast and this is how i actually got to see the sylphs so what you do is you go outside and it's best if it's a clear day and not two clouds in the sky and basically just stare up at the sky and what you'll see are these little almost like baby curly hairs dropping or floating through the air in the ocean like way way up in the sky they look like kind of round spirals and those are sylph energy or fairy energy and when someone taught me that i was like i can see fairies i don't have to wait until i'm in a disney movie to see fairies so that was really exciting for me so give that a shot and and drop me a line and let me know if you're able to see the sylphs or the fairies as well when we're talking about the fairies as well, there are different spellings for them. Of course, there is F-A-I-R-Y, but also F-A-E-R-I-E. The difference is, you know, it's a bit of a language play. At the end of the day, we as humans personify and name and label these things. But what we're going to really explore today is what is this energy and why would we work with this energy? So whereas the fire realm is associated with our spirituality, the earth realm is associated with our physicality, water with our emotions, of course, air is to do with the mind. And when we think about it, when we go and get, when we can't think clearly, what do we do? We go outside and do what? We get some fresh air. So as we connect with the fey realms, we're looking at the how to be at our optimum mental capacity. Now, if you were to describe the attributes of air, what would they be? You'd probably say light, free-flowing, freedom, cannot be contained, travels, changes direction, many different aspects of that. And when we look at the fae or the fairies, they also have this kind of energy. They're very light. They're very small. They obviously often fly. They are quite playful, even mischievous and light-hearted. 
So when we look at either just the element of air or the wind or the fairies, we see this lightness. And herein lies where the lesson of the Fey Realms is. For in order for us to be at our optimum mentally, we must have a mind that is free, that is not stagnant, that can be changeable, that can be optimistic, light-hearted and playful. And I, for one, I can admit there are times when I get stuck in a rut. There are times when I get, you know, pig-headed about, no, this is how it must be. Or I hold an attitude that maybe, you know, I just this is going to be too hard or I don't want to do it or, or any of those type of things. And when we do that, we, we drop out of the fae realm. We're definitely not being like a fairy. We're not being playful and joyous and all those type of things. And we're not, we, we, we're almost trying to capture the element of air. We're trying to focus. So to work with the Fey Realms is to work with the the energy of being light, of being playful, of allowing ourselves to be a bit more free in the way that we think. Remember that what you think today, probably if you, we, you were to talk to yourself, if I could take you back 10 years in a time machine and you'd have a chat to yourself, there'd probably be some things that 10 years ago that 10-year-old or 10 years past self, or let's say 2010 person, you'd be like, you're so stupid. You just don't get it. We obviously are evolving. So think that your 2021 version of yourself, what would your 2030 version of yourself say? Come on, how can you be thinking that way? So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we work with the fairy realms to keep this fluid and changing mind. And it is often said that the day that you think that you know it all is the day that you know nothing. Being the eternal student, having that curiosity, that, you know, and play, which is very much associated with the fairy realms, is that experimentation. That's, I wonder what happens if this happens. You know, we've recently got a new kitten, curious about bloom and everything. What is that noise? What is that leaf? What is that toy? What is that sound? What are you doing? Where, why, why am I missing out? It's that curiosity that allows us to learn and to expand. And as we get older, we kind of drop into or out of the air realm. We shorten our breath. We don't breathe properly. We're freaking out. We're stressing and all that. And so the Fey realm is a really nice realm to dance in and to play in and to lighten up with. So today what we're going to do is I'm going to explore some different crystals and some different oils that I find work really well with the Fey realms. And then we'll look at a bit of a a fairy summoning rite or practice and how to make fairy gardens which can be quite fun as well so first of all let's look at some of the crystals that i associate with the fairy realm there's a couple actually um that are in the same family and this is the beryl family now the beryl family you've heard me talking about this over the last few elemental being weeks we talk about they're a hexagonal rod set of crystals they grow in you know um, are, they are available or found in different colors. You get the red big spite, which is great with the um, dragons. You get the green emeralds, which are great with the gnomes. You get the blue aquamarine, which is great with the uh, merfolk. And then you get a couple that I really like with the fairy realms. The first one is known as Heliodor. H-E-L-I-O-D-O-R. Now, of course, Heliodor is the yellow version. It's named after Helios to do the sun. So it has a very sunshiny energy. And this 
crystal is it's almost like a higher octave or a higher vibration of citrine and it just really helps to illuminate the way to happiness it's also renowned for being wise as well and and seeing the magic in the world it's interesting you know i, I love a bit of a casual 10 minute scroll on instagram if i'm just relaxing for a minute type of thing and there was this um really interesting little reel that was on instagram and it was someone you know talking about you know there you are being paranoid worrying about what everyone else thinks and you know what do they think of you and are they happy with you and do they like you and then you actually come to that realization when everyone else is worried about their own stuff and no one really is concerned about what you're doing at all and that grants that kind of freedom and heliodor really does help us to kind of open that knowledge and to keep exploring those things and be free so you know knowledge is power but knowledge is also freedom and in a day and age where anyone can post anything on the internet and if it gets enough attention it's seen as truth then this you know being able to work with the fey realms being able to find true information and true knowledge is really really important and can set you free over the last couple of years there's been a lot of information a lot of maybe misinformation that's been out there that has allowed people to fall into more dense states and the fey realms would encourage you maybe to lighten up and to relax about these things and not to not to fall into the fear of it all because remember the fey realms as well as all the other realms they have seen things come and go over centuries and centuries and they know that all will be well and to enjoy the experience and to be really quite playful in that experience as well heliodor allows us to find true illumination and to also see the magic in the world to not fall into the 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 fearmongering or the the scaring that happens with false information what one thing that has popped into my head that someone asked me the other day is you know i've done a couple of youtube videos and i've talked before about not burning things on the full moon and why you know why is that if you can't remember when i discussed that in past episodes or maybe missed that episode how dare you miss an episode um no basically you know the full moon is a time of when the masculine and feminine are balanced it's when the universe is open to conjoining or communing or combining with us to bring something into manifestation to birthing it's a mother stage to nurturing our new goals out and when we burn something as a letting go in a birthing period which is the full moon and time of magic remember the universe doesn't know what's good and bad it just knows what you're focusing on and the element of fire is about quick transformation So if I am burning letting go of the you know the grief of a breakup type of thing then what I'm doing is I'm transforming but I'm focusing on the grief of the breakup it's so it's not a letting go time the letting go time is normally the dark moon the night before the full moon but someone asked me but Adam why are there so many websites that tell us we should be burning things on the full moon and I talked about you know there's this stuff called clickbait There's a similar clickbait article that does laps around the internet which tells you that essential oils killed a cat or nearly, or a cat nearly died because someone was diffusing an essential oil. If there is a website which has loads and loads of adverts on it, then what is written in that is probably written 
to get your attention and get you to click on that page so you look at the ads rather than you actually than actually having valuable information. And I, I said, you know, where I was trained and my teacher who's, you know, lived with many um eight you know, old civilizations or, or um First Nations and Indigenous people and learnt the ways of these people and then passed them on and taught me over the span of 25 years, that's where my knowledge comes from and where my experience comes from, not from, you know, probably someone who's sitting in an office drinking their, you know, their morning coffee and trying to find something that will get a lot of clickbait so that we can sell more advertising and make more money. Does that make sense? I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but I just felt that I had to share that because I got asked recently about how do you find reliable information on the internet? And you've got to really dig a little bit deeper than just what you've, what, what the top searches in Google always bring up because a lot of the things are designed by professionals that are able to write stuff that gets people's attention and gets people into it so that they check in the ads. That was a bit of a digression. I hope you don't mind about that. Anyway, so Heliodor is really that kind of illuminating, lighting up knowledge um, and, and seeing the magic and seeing the truth. And they often say the truth will set you free. And Heliodor really helps with that, really brings that energy. And so it's very much um, associated with the Fae. Then you also have a clear version of um, Beryl, which is known as Goshenite. Now Goshenite also is very balancing. It's very harmonizing. It helps to um, bring, it recalibrates, but it really has this kind of light. I love working with it around full moons as well, actually, but it also has a bit of a fey realm to it or a fey energy to it as well. So it can be really great for helping to commune with the fairy realms. The other aspect that Goshenite actually handles is it handles communication. And when we think about communication, communication is in a way of the air realm as well. We're using air to communicate. I'm passing air over my vocal cords at the moment to make these sounds, which are words which you understand. And Goshenite is said to encourage truthfulness in words and action. And again, the Fey realms help us to find that the knowledge, the truth will set you free. So you can see how this all ties in. Goshenite really helps also... Um, self-control it helps with creativity and it helps with originality so again being having that freedom to express yourself in that type of way and it's really really good one to have with you to lift the you know when sometimes i'm sure it's happened to you it happens to me where you get into a conversation or maybe a disagreement or an argument where you find yourself stooping low and going for low blows or, or defending something that you don't actually agree in or anything like that if you're worried about that happening or if that tends to happen, then work with Goshenite and it helps it elevate com uh, communication to make sure that there is truthfulness and so that everything is aligning with the highest vibration. So this is where you can see it works really well with those Fey Realms, again, with that truth and aspect. So you also want to think about that playfulness that we associate with fairies. That, that is very much, and when we watch the wind, I'm, I'm kind of looking out the window at the moment, it's a very windy day today, um, and the, the wind plays with the trees and blows them about. It kind of flirts with them in a way. And zoisite crystals, especially green zoisite. Now remember you also have pink or orange zoisite, which is known as thalite. And you also have tanzanite, uh, which is the indigo zoisite. So this is another family. Now the green zoisite doesn't have a special name. It's just called green zoisite. Um, all of these crystals are very, very playful. Even tanzanite, which is known as a higher vibration crystal, um, probably the best for the third eye chakra, 
Um, how that works is it allows us to relax and it's sometimes called the workaholic stone. Stop working, play more. So greens also really promotes this cheerful heart and to and a clear mind. And again, if you just need to lighten up, if you need to be a bit more playful, then really, really lean in to green soy site. It's really, really beautiful in that way to bring that playful information, uh, uh, feeling to it. Another interesting one is another high vibration white crystal known as scolocyte. Now scolocyte, if you see a natural part of it, it's like a, a firework or a spray of white um, bands going out. So maybe you know, jump on Google and images and have a look at natural scolocyte. For me, scolocyte always reminds me to breathe deeply, but gently and softly. To have that just allow the breath, and you know, the breath is a great way to connect with the the air realm and the fairy realm because that's how we invite the air realm into our body. But scolocyte has this powerful yet gentle energy. Um, and it's really, really nice. It's just allowing us to be a bit more gentle with the mind. Sometimes the mind gets really quite aggressive or stuck again. And so there's an attribute of gentleness. So if we look so far, and I've got one final crystal I want to share with you in a minute, but if we look at Heliodor, Heliodor is about happiness and wisdom. You've got Goshenite, which is about truth and open communication. You've got Green Zoisite, which is about having a cheerful heart. And you've got scholocyte, which is about gentleness. So when we think about the fey realms, I think that really, really t- it bundles it up really quite nicely. And ask yourself, what do you need to focus on right now? Do you need to focus on information and wisdom? Do you need to focus on communication and honesty? Do you need to focus on having a cheerful heart and a clear mind? Or do you need to focus on gentleness? And if so... We've just gone through four crystals that will help you with that. The last one is quite interesting. Now, tourmalines are available or are found around the planet in every colour. Reds, oranges, yellows, greens, blues, purples, pinks. In fact, there's a myth that said before the gods placed tourmaline into the earth, they passed it through a rainbow. And that's why you get all those different colours. Then, of course, you have black tourmaline. But then there's another one as well that I haven't mentioned yet. Brown tourmaline, also known as dravite. And this has said um, to be informed, not through being passed through a rainbow, but is formed from the leaves that fall from the fairy realms or trees that have been blessed or where fairies have once lived or have hung out for a while. So this is really quite... Um, a cool, you know, it's, it's more that earthly comforting aspect of the fairy realms. And I guess it's like having an imaginary friend or a secret friend when we're young. And it's just that comfort. And, you know, when I think about stories like The Folk of the Faraway Tree, if you read that book when you were young, or any of those kind of ones where, you know, children like to escape to a more magical place. Well, that's exactly what brown tourmaline does. It helps to take us and transport us and create that magical place around us. Yeah, brown tourmaline works really well with a blend that doTERRA has out at the moment known as Huga. Um, And this is about, it's their coziness blend. And so these two can work really well to kind of feel, I guess, the comfort of the fairy realm. So these are different crystals that you can use to uh, connect with the fairy realms and their different attributes. And I hope that I've kind of given you a bit of a differentiation between each one of them and so you know which one to lean into. 
Now, for when it comes to essential oils, of course, we're going to look at any of the oils that are associated with the air realm. Anything that is a leaf oil. And, you know, so this can be your small leaf essential oils. Uh, these are things like peppermint and spearmint and rosemary and basil and tulsi and so on. And all these are really good for helping to focus the mind. So if you do find that the mind needs a bit of focus, then um, then lean into these essential oils. And of course, the fey realms and the realm of the air can be about regaining that composure and refocusing the mind. Not necessarily in a heavy or dense way, but in a light way. Okay, where are we? But also, we have these big tree oils. We have our eucalyptus family. And then we also have things like our conifers. These are our, our firs, our spruces, our pines, our cypresses. that all give us these leaf oils that are all very expansive. They calm the mind but open up the mind as well. Any of these oils or any combination of these oils are really great for connecting with the Fey Realms. If I do jump into my book, Gifts of the Essential Oils, and kind of look at, okay, where are the Fey Realms um, kind of mentioned or where which oils are they associated with? These oils in particular are really good for connecting with the Fey Realms. Divana, that beautiful leaf that makes a, you know, each, when we put the oil on us, it brings out our unique aroma. You've got Kanuka, which is very freeing of the heart and really helps us connect back with the elemental realms and the earth as a whole. Laurel, an oil from a leaf again that is very uplifting. It's an oil of victory and sunshine associated with Apollo. Lemon eucalyptus, the oil of how does it get better than this, of optimism and joy. Melissa, you know, the oil of golden light that really helps to kind of lighten us up. Palm Rosa, the oil of love and the warriors of love and the sword of love and bringing love back into things. Patchouli has a, you know, a very kind of magical essence, and it's also associated with the fairies. Um, time has a long association with the fairies as well. And then an oil from the eucalyptus family, those that are familiar with the new doTERRA blend abode, has eucalyptus cochiae in it, which is found in Western Australia, sometimes called WA um, Mali as well. Um, so this also has a connection to the fairy realms. Um, Star anise, although not associated with, you know, not a leaf oil, can also be used with the fairy realms. So you can make your own blends up with any of these oils. Make up your own combination. You can anoint yourself with Divana. The only oil not to have around with the fairies is caraway. Now, caraway is said to dispel or ward off um, troublesome or mischievous fairies or gnomes. So the fairies are renowned for that playful energy and occasionally how they'll interact with you is hiding things and playing with things and, and and trying to get you to lighten up now as you know sometimes we have the intention to be funny or we have the intention to make someone laugh and it doesn't go well and they get pissed off with us and this can happen with the fey realms as well now maybe we do need to lighten up and we're just being the grumpy bum who who's getting frustrated but if you're having you know problems with things going missing or you know you want to ward off the fairies, then caraway, just fusing caraway is actually said to dispel them. So, if you want to work with the fairy realms, the leaf oil is great. I gave you the main ones then. Steer away from your caraway, especially diffusing it. You can still use it in other ways. You know, I love caraway in a veggie cap. It's really good. It's meant to actually get rid of the foul wind within men is an ancient um, writing, basically saying it's great for fl um, flatulence. 
Um, and that's an air element or an aspect of the air element we don't really want. So Garraway has its role, but it's just not in attracting fairies as well. You know, one blend that I um, teach in one of my courses, my online courses, the Nature's Healers course, um, my fairy blend is um, four drops of Douglas fir, three drops of spearmint, two drops of fennel, because fennel, although a seed, it's always great to have an akasha, a seed of resin oil in a magical blend to birth it a bit more. And fennel brings us that freedom of choice and lightness and works really well with the third eye chakra. One drop of melissa and half a drop of thyme. So bring those oils, bring those crystals in, and they can be really great as amulets of helping you connect with the air realm. But ideally, what you need to do is you want to get outside and you want to experience the air feel the air feel it be aware of the air and the wind and watch its um, currents watch its effects and connect with that as well there is ancient divinization or divinatory um, practices where paying attention to the wind and the, the motions of the wind and the, the direction of the wind is used to kind of take signals and a simple one can be to ask a yes or no question and say, you know, if the answer is yes, pick up the wind. And if it's no, may the wind go quiet. And just sit there for the next minute and see what the wind does. And that can be really quite playful as well. But enough about the wind and crystals and oils. You're like, Adam, I want to meet the fairies. What do you got for me? Well, we're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back and I'm going to share with you a bit of a fairy summoning right. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barrelay. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. We've been exploring the fey realms or the fairy realms and crystals and oils that you can work with to bring their energy and their wisdom and to help us to lighten up, to be more playful, to be more hopeful, to be more optimistic, to be more honest. All these aspects of the mind, of the mind are really important. And I think, you know, with, and I must admit, you know, in 2021 and 2020, a lot of people have struggled with mental health. And there's been some really challenging times throughout this year where I know my mind is not in its optimum state in that way. And possibly us connecting with our fairy guide or with the fairy realms, whichever that may be, and bringing in a bit more of that lightness could could be a bit of an avenue to helping us get out from what we are as well. So, how do we bring the fairies in? Well, fairies can be found normally in luscious gardens, they're found in old forests and other beautiful places, especially where there's abundant bird life. So where the birds like to hang out, that's where the fairies tend to like to hang out as well. But you can also attract fairies into your own garden by creating a fairy ring where they can dance and play. Now, basically, to make a fairy ring, start by making a circle with crystals. Um, then start to surround it with plants and flowers that they enjoy. Now, this in, they're renowned for liking clovers, foxglove, pansies, primroses, roses, St. John's wort, thyme, toadstools, and mushrooms. Ideally, also having hawthorn, ash and oak trees nearby can also help. Now, a lot of these are traditionally more European or North, Northern Hemisphere ones. And maybe we just need to kind of experiment a little bit more with native plants here in, um, in Australia or anywhere else in the Southern Hemisphere and what's going to work well for us. But what I'd recommend is anything that maybe attracts birds or even bees would probably be quite favoured by the fairy realms as well. 
So what you do once you you can you know you can either go out into a luscious garden, an old forest, or a beautiful place where there's lots of birds, um, or you can make your fairy garden, and and this can be something really fun to do with children as well. Once you've done that, you want to anoint yourself um, with some of the oils, and so that's where I use my blend of Douglas Fir, Spearmint, Fennel, Melissa, and Thyme, and you anoint yourself on the temples, behind the ears, and at the back of the head. And if you want to get really technical here, what we're actually doing is we're putting a, we're doing five points, which are actually drawing a pentagram, which is a symbol of balance and harmony between the five elements. So you could actually go left temple to the right back of the ear, to the left back of the ear, to the uh, left temple, to the back of the head. I think I drew a star then. Hold on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Otherwise, just anoint all five in whichever way you want. But you've got these five points around your head. You're bringing in the balance and the harmony in the, in the mind, which is what the fairy realm is about. Once you've done that, take one of the crystals that I recommended or one that you've chosen to be your fairy amulet. It can be a jewelry that you wear or it can just be a tumbled stone or some other form of crystal. Um, and then hold it to your lips and whisper. Now, I've written one for you. You can either use this one or you can create your own as well. And mine is, hear my whispers upon the wings. I call upon those from the realms of Fae. I invite you to join me at this sacred place where we shall happily commune and play. Let me say that one more time. Hear my whispers upon the winds. I call upon those from the realms of Fae. I invite you to join me here at this sacred place where we shall happily commune and play. So, Doing this and then sitting quietly, even though you may not see fairies straight away, close your eyes and just feel the presence near you. Now, they can still offer wisdom without you lying your, like, placing your eyes upon them. Simply just listen to your heart and hear them whisper words within you. As I said before, also pay attention to the wind and try communicating with the wind and look at this idea of um, the you know, what the, what the winds can teach us and what they're trying to tell us in that way. And remember that just like we communicate differently to different friends and people in our lives, the fairies will each communicate with us in different ways. And we've just got to work out what your language is with your fairies. If you really are interested in that wind or air divin divination, look up Aeromancy. So A-E-R-O-M-A-N-C-Y. And Aeromancy is that kind of using... It's from the Greek word that means air and mancy meaning divination, conducted by, you know, looking at in atmospheric conditions. So it's not just the direction of the wind, but it can be the clouds, you know, that, you know, where you get high, um, high pressure systems and humidity and all those different types of things. That's all very, very much, um, you know, air and and can be really quite cool. Another thing that you can also do if you're working with the fairy realms and looking for messages is sitting there and watching the clouds and seeing if shapes appear in the clouds. Now you may go, is this just my imagination or is this actually a sign? Well, remember that you are part of this universe. You are part of the fairy realms. And that as you sit there and gaze at clouds, you can see whatever you see. And are you making it up or is that a message? Well, as my, my greatest spiritual teacher once taught me, there are millions and millions of options of what could pop into your mind. But you've cleared your mind and this has come into it. Why is that? Whether it be your unconscious, your subconscious, or some greater higher power, popping that thought into your head, that's the one that came. 
And if you trust that, it will not lead you astray. So watching the clouds can be another great way of communicating with the Fey Realms as well. So I hope that's been insightful. What I'd encourage you to do over the next week or the next couple of weeks is make some time to commune with the Fairy Realms, to see if you can bring in their guidance. As we've talked about finding a gnome guide and a merfolk guide and a dragon guide, it's time to find your fairy guide and see what energy that fairy guide has and connect with that and see what they can help you with. Whether you need help with wisdom, finding answers, lightening up, finding the truth, being honest, being playful, taking it gently, or just feeling a bit of comfort and feeling safe in this world. The fairies can help you through the crystals and the essential oils and their whispers and their wisdom. They're here to help you out. Until next week, blessed be. Thank you so much for joining me on the blessed journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.